Good Sitters. I'm Bradford Douglas along with Joey Ed, Chris Martinez, and we are Front Point City. Chris, you did anything fun this weekend? Yeah, what we do this weekend? Oh man, we laid out by the pool, and I got ridiculously sunburned. Oh, I that, saw that on the Twitter. Oh, I did. I saw that on the Twitter. Before you did that, though, we built a contraption for your dog. Oh yeah, we bought a little. Um, we actually did some some man shit this you weekend, that, right? I saw that on the Twitter this weekend as well. Yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, no, we built like a little spring pole for my uh, my two dogs and. Thank God they play with it. That would suck to spend all afternoon <laughs> and all the money to build it, and then they just look at it. But they played with it, so so yeah, it was pretty. Laura cool. plays with it violently. She doesn't even play with it. She attacks it. I love she, it. She fights it. She doesn't pull on it. That's it's a spring. She, that's what it's there for. Yeah, but you're supposed to pull on it. Well, and it builds your neck muscle. And ch- I, I'm about to start playing. I want to build my neck muscle, but uh, <laughs> there's no, no photos, please. But um, no, man. So pretty much just that, and then I got um, astronomically sunburnt. I guess I was uh, I forgot how to summer, you know. So sunscreen, right? Do right. that. Yeah. Use it. No, <laughs> paid the price. I knew it was bad whenever I broke down and bought aloe. That's Ooh. what I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like medicine. I don't like any of that garbage. No, I'm with you. Yep, I went and got aloe. So. Yeah, you know you're hurting when that happens. Oh yeah, yeah. no doubt. But uh, no, it was a pretty good weekend, uh, Joey. How about you? I saw some stuff. Speaking of social media, you guys look dapper. The fam look great. Thank you. What, thank what, you. what were you guys doing? So, <clears throat> my wife's church does this, uh, this little program called Lads to Leaders. Okay. Right? It's like the youth group of the church goes to, we go to Orlando. Um, they have like a little convention down there where the kids compete in different, you know, song leading and scripture reading and they do a speech and okay. all kinds of other stuff. And it, I mean, it's a competition, so I like competition. Of course. Um, not the normal type type of competition that I'm used to, but I don't hate it. It, it makes the kids stand up and talk in front of people. I and mean, there's a room full of people. I mean, there's, it's not like hundreds of people at one time, but, you know, 15, 20, 30 people they have to talk in front of or lead them in song or whatever. And so my oldest son right now is the only one that competes, but he, he's been competing for a few years. He actually won uh, for his age group. There's like 52 churches that came down last year. And last year he won the, uh, the song leading for his age group. And so now he's always, it's called Winner Circle. And so he'll always compete against nothing but winners that have won. From down okay. There. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. And then, you know, they do like, a, uh, like a, an award ceremony each night. And the last night's kind of more of a dressy. And that's, that's the pictures. Well, that you, you guys saw. look good, man. You, they get it from their mom. Like, they get looks hey, from their yeah. mom. But, yeah. but you, you cleaned up nice. I thought it was pretty cool, though. I mean, he's an edge. What do you expect? He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna win. Like, what the hell? What do you mean yeah. he's gonna win? We'll, we'll, we'll see about Bryce whenever he gets to that age. <laughs> what about he's got you? A couple more years, but we'll see. Well, I helped build your contraption. Uh, yeah, it was a shit uh, show to start. It was, but I mean, we got it. To get, we got it pulled together. Like I said, uh, two office guys trying to figure things out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what that tweet was about until right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then I've got a little experience with concrete, so we, we got it pulled together pretty quickly, and uh, then Sunday I joined you by the pool, and I didn't get burnt, because I, I hung out the shade like an emo kid. Yeah, you got more sense, so, yeah, definitely. Good weekend. So, uh, got a good show tonight. We have a new segment called Quiz Down. Can't wait. Which, basically, it's where two of us rapid-fire a couple of questions at the other, trying to catch them maybe unawares. And he has uh, no idea what yeah, the questions might be. Any questions. I mean, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. We had a mock round, and it was fun. Yeah. So, and then we're going to talk a little bit of FSU and Gator commits and stuff. And then you guys want to know about the draft. So, we have our two experts with their draft knowledge picks. What am I supposed to say there? Like, what? Not picks. Not well, you, you lied by expert. Yeah, about to say you lost me an expert, but <laughs> but yeah, I like that. Intro. I'll tell big lies. I'm here for it. Okay, there we go. So, but first, uh, Chris has some big news about one of his former players. Yeah. So, in all of the excitement of last week, um, we kind of glossed over something that we did not gloss over. It was on the we have a script or whatnot. Believe that or not, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we have something we follow. But a loose script. yeah, but so Ethan Umstead. Got a preferred walk-on uh, opportunity at the Florida State University. So, that's huge for that kid. He's one of the hardest workers I've seen. Uh, top five hardest workers I've been around. And then, as far as production, any of you that know him or any of you that watch any Columbia High School football know, son of a bitch gets it done. Every year. Every year. Every I mean, game. He was a defensive MVP for... For what three straight years, and probably would have been a fourth year on uh, three years on varsity and four years total because he was a JV D, uh, MVP as well. And he probably would have had he been on varsity as a ninth grader, but 
There was a, a Mike Backer in front of him. Um, oh. he, he's still playing, by the way. The yeah, Mike Backer in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, there's a reason. You know what I mean? It's kind of, especially at Columbia, it's a pipeline. Kind of have to wait your turn. But as soon as you got his opportunity, snatched it and never, ever looked back. I mean, I can kind of speak to some of the things that we did, um, that he did, as far as like, game planning and stuff. I would bounce things off of him. And be like, hey, what do you think? What do you like out of this look? And, and he would have input, and it was legitimate input. You know what I mean? So there were oftentimes, there were oftentimes like in third down situations, I would give the kid two different calls and say, all right, if they come out on this, I want to run this. If they come out on this, I want to run this. And he would get us in the right defense. So not only was he an exceptional player, but he's a damn smart player too. So wow. um, Florida State got a good one. They got a real good one. But we meant to damn touch it last week, but – we were just so jacked up over the Tiger Woods stuff, we didn't uh, we didn't actually get to it. So congratulations to Ethan. Um, Florida State got a good one in you. Not 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 shocked at all uh, at what's going to be happening there. No, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. <clears throat> he, um, I think I think I really truly believe this with all my heart. I think by the time he gets to his sophomore year, he'll probably have already earned a scholarship. No and, doubt, and I think that he will have earned playing time as well. Oh, he's going to play. I, I really believe. I think he'll play next year on special teams, regardless. No, yeah, I, I think so too. He's got some. I've talked to him, and I've talked to his dad a little bit. He's got some plans of some things to try and find a fast track onto the field as far as hard work and and and, and special teams. Right. So. That's in his DNA, anyways. He's exactly he's wired like that. I'm telling you that. <clears throat> I'm sure you know exactly where I'm fixing to go with this. But my favorite game, I believe, I've ever watched, and I, you know, watching you play, Chris, was was one of my favorite things that I've ever done as far as just watching people play football. Because whenever I went to the CHS's games, then I didn't really care about what the team was doing. I focused on 53. That's all. I, that's all I did. Right. So I counted tackles. <laughs> I, you know, I did all that stuff. Right. Right. And then, but <clears throat> Ethan's game at Madison County a couple oh of years my ago. Gosh. The was the gutsiest performance I believe I've ever watched in my life. I mean, the kid laid it all on the field. I mean, and I hate saying, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not one to, to really look into a moment and say, oh, this kid was a warrior on the field. That was, the, that was one of the very few times I can remember saying, like, that it was... It, it's giving me chills right now just talking about yeah, it, but that, was, that performance was unbelievable. I've been around this damn game of football a lot. Yeah. And I've done seen a lot of players and a lot of games and a lot of gutsy and gritty performances. But there was a time in that fourth quarter when the game was done, it was over. And I was like, all right, man, you can barely stand up. I'm getting your ass off the field. This kid was ready to fight me on the sideline. Yeah. And tears, not like crying like because he was sad or whatever. Cause crying because he was pissed. He was ready, like, okay, kid, I'm fixing to punch you in the mouth if you don't put me back in this damn game. So he looked at me and goes, coach, let me finish. So I knew I should not have put his ass back in the game, but I couldn't do nothing but respect it. So I was like, shit, man. All right, go ahead. And, and, and he finished. I don't even know how he finished because I watched him not walk, not limp, be dragged off the field pretty much. I mean, yeah. just barely standing yeah. under his own power. Like, but yeah, he was, I, I he was speed up, kept, man. how he kept going. He's a so dog. Congrats on the front porch. Hey, man. so when, they, when people <laughs> say, hey, they got a dog, they got a dog. They, they got a dog. So, Ethan, congratulations, man. We meant to touch on it last week, but, yeah. Now, now damn, deflate your head and walk yeah. through the door. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Grab some Shit. front cords. We're all proud of you. Yes, sir. Hey, another thing, too, guys. Uh, some new news, right? Some breaking news. We just got on iTunes now. We've been on SoundCloud for, I guess, what, seven, eight episodes now? But for whatever reason, man, iTunes is really giving us the runaround. Um, but, thanks to Tyler Rolf and Joey Edge and a group effort that we finally got approved on SoundCloud or on iTunes. So please go like us, subscribe. Um, you can want to leave a five-star comment. That's cool. If you don't want to leave a five-star comment, that's also cool. Just don't leave any stars. Just leave it alone and it'll be okay, right? So um, <laughs> DM us and tell us why you hate us. Yeah, yeah. DM us, man. Shoot us a DM. It's more personal that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, want <laughs> we want it that way. No anonymous bullshit around here. So, um but yeah, so give us a give us a subscribe and and, and a, you know a five star review if that's cool if that's something you're into if not leave it alone we'll be we'll be good there too. All right, so tonight we are starting quiz down. We are starting with none other than Joey Edge. I'm ready, man. We're going to come go. up with some cool rules eventually for if there's a someone goes too long on the question or something. But tonight it's just going to see what's going to happen. Yeah, so we're going to rapid fire these questions. I'm going to go first. Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready with yours? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Um, so short responses, nothing over like 10 or 15 seconds. Let's do it. All right. Favorite athletic moment, personal athletic moment. Favorite personal athletic moment. My freshman year of college, 
<clears throat> nobody really knew who I was. I came into the game with the bases loaded, nobody out, got out of it. Uh, my assistant coach said, "All right, let's let's throw the pressure to the wolves in, in a game already. You know, this early in the year." And I remember that comment sticking in my head, and I said, "I'm not your typical freshman." And I walked on the field, and then got two strikeouts and a ground out in the third, and we got out of the inning and won the game. Let's go. That's a good answer. Okay, mine's a little less conventional. If you had to play one on one with Michael Jordan, or play American Ninja Warrior and win, or go to prison, what would you do? Oh, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing Michael Jordan. I at least got a chance for him to miss a couple of baskets. <laughs> <laughs> I got no chance to get to an American Ninja Warrior. I'm not saying it's but I don't think he's beating right now. No, I, I mean, all right. I mean, there's a chance. I got one. So, worst athletic moment in your career. You're a jackass. You set me up for this one because I told you this. <laughs> I told you this 20 minutes ago. So my senior year of, of high school, I uh, it was actually yesterday, 15 years ago. I jumped up after I made a diving catch, broke my tibia and fibula, and never finished my high school career because of it. Right. Yeah. That was 15 years to the day, right? 15 years to the day yesterday. There you go. Oh, yesterday. Okay. About 15 seconds of living it. Yeah. Brought it up. All right. Anyways. Let's sad. Uh, if you could pick one athlete to help you drink some adult soda pops with, who would it be? Oh, Alex Go Ovechkin. Not even close. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ovi. Hell yeah, I want Ovi all day long. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I I've seen what with that Ovi. Guy can do. Oh. I, no, I definitely couldn't. But I've seen what that guy can do. The guy's an animal. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like the rapid fire. So, gonna talk a little bit of college football now. Got anything? I mean, shit. I'll go. Uh, slow right now, obviously in the in the college football land. Um, Florida State did. They have had like three commits in almost so many days. I guess four or five days now. Um, the Josh Griffiths kid, uh, IMG DN edge rusher from uh, obviously IMG. I think he's from like local in this he's area. From Jacksonville, he's from like the Jacksonville area. Yeah, yeah I knew he's. I knew he's like a transplant. Clay County, I believe. Yeah, Clay County sounds right. I think he's a he's a transplant. Obviously, um, he was a former Gator commit that I guess you could say we flipped. Um, not really. Uh, I didn't really like him when he was a Florida player. I didn't think he was that great. Then so now he's a Seminole, so I'll stand on it. And I still don't think he's that great. I, I think he's a, a a high floor kid, low ceiling. Like I think he, you know what you're going to get. He's a high motor kid. He's going to work hard. He plays the run pretty good. He's just not an elite pass rusher as far as like explosiveness, but. Um, I think he may shock some people, honestly. So I think he may. I think his game may translate into be a uh, productive college football player. Is he a touch undersized? I mean, he listed at the I am. Yeah, he's light. He listed at like the Nike camp at six five in a in some change, six four in some change. Really? Yeah, two thirty seven, like like verified weight. Hmm. Yeah. So he's a little bit light at two thirty seven, but. He's a little bit slow at four seven nine, but I I don't I don't get so caught up. No, I no, try no. not to get caught up on that whole forty time, especially no, at a DN man. Yeah, especially in that scenario, I agree. I don't, when it, when I see him, he looks like he's about six one two ten. Yeah, no way, bro. He's yeah. um. I, I mean, I could like I said, I don't know, but it's when the first time I saw him, which obviously was when he was committed to Florida. The first time I saw him was when Columbia played IMG. Right. But um, and, and every time I saw him, I was just like, man, this guy just doesn't doesn't look big at all. Right. Um, and then whenever he's committed to Florida, you know, obviously I did a little bit more research on him, and I, I have to be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of his tape. I don't I don't think he's great. But I, I'm with you. I think he's a high motor guy, and he has potential to become more. Yeah, and I think so. he's he's going to be one of those guys that he's going to maximize who the hell he can be. Like I think he's going to be a hard worker. I think he's going to do. I mean, hell, Dwight Freeney wasn't a freak athlete as far as what he could do his size wise, but he was a tactician. He right. did, his technique was flawless, and he worked his ass off. Now I'm not comparing this guy to Dwight Freeney by any means, so, I but but you get it. Yeah, six four and some change. Two thirty seven is his official height. So, um, I mean, he's, he he's one of those guys if. They said it best on, in the Nolcast. Guys, go if you're a Seminole fan, I, I'm sure you probably already listened to Nolcast. Go listen to them. They're really they're really freaking good. But they said on there today, and it made a perfect sense. If he they're gonna probably take three DNs. If he's your second best DN, okay. Yeah, right. that's not too bad. Yeah. If he's your third best DN, hell yeah, you've got a damn good class. But right. if he's your best DN, then you've made a mistake. <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of perspective there. Um they got another another corner D V. Florida State is DBU. I do not care what anyone says. DM us and and try to change my mind. Um, Jalen Harrell, he's a DB 62180. Legit 62. Again, verified at a at like the Nike Combine. 62180, real long. I like him. He's good, man. He can play. 
He can play. Um, he's got big frame too, real big frame. I think his wingspan is like 86 inches or something crazy, which measures in the 88th percentile in NFL corners right now. Wow. So he's long as hell. Um, and he appears to be able to run and play a little bit with receivers. He doesn't press much, but he's a good player. He's got a high upside, high upside. Pretty raw for Miami Central, but you know what type of players that come out of there. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. I mean, definitely a good take. And then uh, they just had one pop last night, Derek Bermudez. From Sandalwood, where the quarterback is from, quarterback, uh, Jeff Sims. He's a corner there. Um, he's also long, 6'2", and some change, and like 180 as well. I like him. He's physical. Uh, the other guy is physical, but it's a different type of player. They're both, they're all, uh, the Harold kid is a four-star, and the other two are three-stars. But I think Griffiths probably finishes as, as a three-star. But the Bermudez kid, the other corner, I believe he'll probably finish as a four star. He's got good tape. He's got real good tape. I don't. I don't care what other people say. I watch. I go watch film. I don't care what stars say. I watch film. You can watch someone's film and tell if they're a good player or not if you've seen enough football. So, I mean, that's pretty much all Florida State has. They got a little bit of momentum on the trail. Again, it's just gonna. It's just gonna come. They have to win games. Like you can't sell shit because five and seven is a crap product. Like it's hard to sell that. So if they go win some games. Uh, it could get it could get pretty pretty righteous in a in a hurry, hopefully. But uh, Joey, Joey, UF. Um, yeah, I mean, not, we don't really have a whole lot right now. I guess no news is, is good news as far as that goes. So we don't. Okay, well, enough of that shit. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, 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 no, 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 not not so not so fast, my friend. Uh, didn't somebody kill someone over there in y'all's front office? Like, what the hell's going on? What do you do, uh, Otis? Some Otis. Yellow boy or something? What did he do? That never happened. He he killed someone or Someone's something. Talking about. He get arrested. All right, or so he got arrested, listen, right? First of all, his name is Otis Yelberton. He's the assistant director of player personnel, which basically director means, of player personnel. Yellow boy. Which basically means he doesn't do a whole lot, anyways. Yeah. And no, he did not kill anyone. He, he what did he do? Well, he threatened to kill him. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I think he might would have wanted it was, to. It was his ex's girlfriend or his ex girlfriend, and I oh, guess man. he threatened to blow up the car. I don't. He never he's one of those guys. Never specifies whether she's in it or not. So, but didn't he do it like on like Facebook, like cyber stalking? Like that's some real weird shit, man. Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked a whole lot into it because I I, I um don't don't so want to because it's embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. They have systematic. They have systematic problems in UF, man. It's all the way at the top. You know what I'm saying? It starts at the top. <laughs> I, can't, wow. I can't even say it with a straight face. Anyways. <clears throat> man, you know, that. listen, if you got a crazy ex or somebody that's on the side, just let them go. Let them go, you bro. You gotta let them go, man. When you're in a position like he's in. I gotta be careful. You have to let them go. When you're in the position that he's in, right? Yeah. Like, you're making decent money. I, I You're at a pretty oh, yeah. high standard D1 school. Yes. In a in a higher up, mm-hmm. you know, department, like just don't be dumb. just don't be dumb. Hey man, if you're a player, don't be just dumb. don't be dumb. All you have to do is just stay the path. Now, the best thing I ever heard was, "You can be stupid, you just can't be that stupid." Like, <laughs> they'll cover shit up for you sometimes, but just don't be that dumb. Bro, you put that on the internet, and you said, "I'm gonna kill you and blow up your car." Well, no, I said, "Don't be that dumb." Right, I'm, I'm saying like, this, but yeah. Oh, okay, you're agreeing. All right. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Like, bro, you can't do no, that. Like, that's bad. I mean, listen, everybody's had the ex or somebody they just can't get over. Okay, we just you better learn to get over them, and you definitely can't promise to blow up the car or yeah, some craziness like that. No, that's not a good. Car, that's right? not a good look. Not a good look for the program. Hey, just gotta cut them off, man. I just had to get that little jab in there, man. You said hey. no news is good news. Y'all have had no news because it's all been good, but. uh when yeah. you're when you're when you're at Florida State right now and you're claiming DBU for no apparent reason, Ooh. I mean, hey, that's I oh ain't mad at you God. for getting the we'll shot. Oh, a mean, whole another show about that. You know, I got something to say about that real quick. I mean, this is, we're about to get next the last two great DBs like Derwin James and Jalen Ramsey. Can we not do this right now? I mean, can I just have this? No, I love Derwin James and Jalen Ramsey. I'm not. I'm is Jalen Ramsey the best? Was either one of them really elite in college though? Yes. Yes. Stop it. No, neither one of them. Xavier Rose, Deion Sanders, we can just keep going. Ronald Darby, PJ Williams, we can just go on and on and on and on and on. But we don't have to. No, we're no, not we're going to right now. We're, we're not going, going to right now. Stop. We're not going to. All right, whatever. other things to discuss. And now, on the clock. You guys wanted it, and here it is. Joey Edge, draft time. What is up? All right, well, <clears throat> I mean, we, we could do this in several different ways, I guess. But first, we're going to, I think we should just talk about Florida State, Florida, draft. Because let's be honest, that's what we all really care about around here, anyways. Touche. <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, I, I guess I can go ahead and kick this thing off. Yeah, you um, got it. You know, our draft 
not necessarily eligible guys, but the guys that are have a chance to get drafted for us are Jawan Taylor, the tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, he's going to go in the top ten, maybe eleven, um, but he'll he'll be a he'll be a first day pick. Voshan Joseph, Jakai Polite, uh, Chauncey Gardner, I think probably goes in the second round on the second day. Yeah, um, along with Voshan and, and Jakai, which <laughs> I still don't understand why Jakai Polite has fallen so far. Um, speaking, like, do you, is there a reason that you think that? <clears throat> I mean, the only thing for me that I can because it's not his film, it's not his tape. It has to be his measurables. Like, it has to be, and I feel like the red flag maybe comes more from not being prepared, like not being in very good shape, not testing well. Like, I don't know, I, and I don't know what his test numbers were before, but like, I know they there were reports that he came in overweight, like really heavy and not good weight. Yeah. He, I don't think he was really heavy, and I don't think he like he's just not a he's not a guy that really has those measurables, and he's not a guy that has those numbers. He's he's a high motor guy that makes plays on on the field, right? And I understand that point, but essentially, so like I look at it like this: so the NFL draft is just like a job interview, just like when we go get a job, we have a resume, right? That's their film, right? Your resume only gets you so far. Agree. Your interview has to be good or you're not going to get the job. So on the interview portion, as far as the draft or, in this case, how he came in, he wasn't shredded. Like, dude, this is all you have to work on for two months? Like, why are you not ripped? Why are you not shredded? Why is there any fat? Like, yeah. this is your ticket to a million dollars and to retire moms and all that stuff because that's his handle, which I totally can appreciate and respect. But... I just I I guess the only thing that I can think is that raised some red flags of like okay playing football in college you play for your school and you're playing for fun still it's an amateur sport you're not really getting paid but this is now a job right so there other than your paycheck there is no incentive to go play football so you must I, I, and again I'm kind of reaching here because I don't totally get it either I think he's a great player I think he'll be a very good pro but. If you're asking me why I think he's his draft his stock is slipping a little bit, that's the only way. That's the only thing that makes that could make sense to me is just a just like a, high, a college degree. A college degree isn't to learn your damn trade, right? A college degree is to prove that you can go to class and make the grades and do what needs to be done to get the job done. Yeah. So it's very, in my opinion, that's my, that's me hot take right there. But I mean, I, I think it's the same thing with him. I, I think that's the only thing. That's the only knock on him. Like again, it's not as it's not as production. His production is good. It could be production though. It, has, it hasn't had a ton of it. You know, what I mean, it doesn't have tons of film. What, right. A year or two, year and a half. Year and a half, really. I mean, they want. But I mean, I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, what do you think? I think <clears throat> I think that's part of it. You know, I, I, you always read about different things, and they said that he didn't interview very well at the combine. That was part of it. Like he he didn't have very good interviews, which. I get it, but and the, so they also said the same thing about Darius Geis last year. They like so many reports came out about bad interviews and character problems. And I don't know if you've seen, like, I don't know if you follow Darius Geis on Twitter. He seems the, like a good dude. The running back from LSU, but yeah, I like, know you're talking about. You, you don't you, like just based on perception, you don't get a whole lot better than that dude right now. Right, but my question, okay, so do you compare his talent to Darius Geis? Um, not necessarily. I don't, but um, I, I think that he he's he could be. I think he could be a very productive NFL player. I think Darius Geis is one of the best backs in the league right now. I mean, I think he's top seven back in the league. I don't think Jacob Light's going to be a top seven edge rusher in the league, but at all, no. But he can produce. You know what I mean? Like, I think he is a first round talent, maybe maybe borderline fringe first round, maybe second round. But I guess we'll see where the chips fall, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know that I agree with the first round. I think maybe first round. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I think late first, early second is is an okay spot to take him. I think you're getting upside, and I think you're getting you're getting a high floor kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't can't really argue that. I yeah. think I think the red flags come from his testing. I mean, you got to think like you got Dexter Lawrence from Clemson is like projected to the Dolphins at 23. And that's the last defensive lineman taken in that round. I just don't know. He definitely can't go before him. No, he, he's not. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I mean, so, yeah, late first round, second round type of talent. But where they got? Where do they have him projected now? Um, 
67, 68 yeah, to the me. Packers or something like that, I think. Golly, yeah. He did fall up. Yeah, I mean, that's a long that's a long drop for a guy that was a potential top 12 pick, you know, right. three months ago. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. We'll see. Yeah. Um, the rest of the guys from Florida are kind of fringe guys, whether they're draftable or not. Um, I think they'll probably all get signed as free agents. Martez Ivy, the tackle. Uh, Fred Johnson, the guard. I don't know if he'll get signed. He's just a big dude, man. He's 6'7", 325. Like, that's that's a huge man. He plays guard. And, and uh, in the NFL, you don't you don't really have guards that big, especially for quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, who's 5'3". Um, C.C. Jefferson, Jordan Scarlett, Kyrie Clark. That's that's really about it for us. Hey, I got a question, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. Yeah. Martinez Ivy. Uh-huh. Did he underperform? Like, did he underachieve yes. at Florida? He did, but... He was supposed... I know he got, like, injury, right? Like, some stuff, but... Yeah. His underperforming had nothing to do with that. I mean, it, was all, it was all just underperforming. Yeah. But his athleticism and his size is still going to get him drafted. I mean... No, I, I, that, I guess that's what I'm getting at. It's like, it sucks because Florida State's had them, too. Guys that they don't do as much in college and then they go to the NFL and it's like, whoa, where, who, why weren't you doing this at UF right. or at Florida State, wherever the case yeah. may be. So I, I just had to ask you that because he was a five-star out of high school out of Popka, right? Right. He was elite. Like one of the, he was the best offensive lineman in the nation and one of the top seven or eight recruits in the, in the nation. Right. I remember, I remember yeah. when y'all got him, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But he didn't do a damn thing. I mean, <laughs> well, Florida, he beat Florida State enough, but. Well, Twice, once, once, but I mean, he played and, and he he played okay at times. He and, contributed and, and really bad at times. So well, when you think of five star, you don't think of what you said. You think, you think yeah. of okay, oh, he just went in the first round as a junior, right? You know what I mean? Not as oh shit, he's probably going to be signed as a free agent after a senior year, right? So exactly. yeah, I mean, but that just lets you know how the recruiting rankings go and stuff like that. That's exactly. Right. But speaking of that, Byron Cowart's in this class, who was the number one player in the nation in that same class, went from Auburn to Maryland. I saw a projection with him in the seventh round. I'll tell you a funny story about Byron Cowart. We were playing at the UCF camp in Orlando, obviously, at UCF. And um, Armwood was playing. And they had Cowart and they had tons of other kids. They had like they went five Always. wide. They went five wide. They went empty with like four trees on the outside. They were all over six one, six two. In high school, that's gigantic. You just can't match up with everyone. And then they had an athletic quarterback that could run. He was real small, real small, but he was running back playing quarterback. But he could throw it up. And they had Coward on the other side. I remember his coaches didn't let him play anymore. And he came up to me. That was my first year as a DC. I knew who he was. Came up to me and goes, Coach, give me a jersey. Can I come please play for y'all right now? I'm bored. <laughs> and I wanted so if I'd had a little bit more clout or a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more time in the program, I would have just slipped on a jersey. Just to play with like a new toy and see what that was like, because uh, he's one of them cats who could just run out there and play. Yeah. And then here we are now. Like you said, he got lost in the shuffle with the must champ shit, right? I yeah, mean, that was part of it. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew that. Well, I mean, we can slide to Florida State talking about DNs because this is going to be very brief. Um, I think Florida State will probably have two guys drafted. Two, <laughs> Brian Burns. Um, Brian, we've talked about him. He's a good player. Yeah, <laughs> I like Brian Burns a lot. He's a real good player. Six five, six five two fifty. Um, ran a four five three at the combine. I mean, he's elite. I, his, I think the issue that he's going to have is he fits into a a specific scheme. Um, he's not like a guy that you just draft and plug and play in any any team. Um, but like you, I saw as high as fourteen to the Falcons, which I think would be awesome. I think he's a probably a pretty good fit there. He's definitely a day one guy. I just don't know exactly where. If he slips past um, 14, I think he potentially gets picked up by the Steelers at 20. Um, but I'm, I'd be as a, as a fan, I'd be happy with either or. Uh, I think he's a I think he's an elite player. I think I think the best fit for him, me personally, I think the best fit for him is is probably Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. They and they I've get, seen the most of him to Atlanta recently. Like right. it seems like if he's there, there I don't. I mean, I don't know how these people know who's right. mocking what to wear, but. Right. It seems to be a common trend right now, and I, and I I think that's a great fit for him and and for Atlanta too. So yeah, I agree. And then the other one um, that is a potential draftable guy is um, Demarcus Christmas. Um, after his junior year, there was talks of him maybe like going making the leap, and he I had this that. he had this whole deal where I've, I'm going to come back because my mom wants me to get my degree, which again I can appreciate and respect, but. 
your senior film really didn't do you any, uh, I mean, I hope that got a good degree because you're probably going to be relying on it soon. Um, he was a serviceable player. He didn't change any games at Florida State. So, I mean, he's probably a, a six or, or seven round kind of guy, last day of the draft type of dude. So, I hope he does get drafted. He likely will get drafted, but, I mean, it's not anything to anything to write home about. He probably should have went last year when his stock was a little bit higher, but he rolled the dice and he didn't he didn't necessarily get what he wanted. The other guy that will probably get signed as an undrafted free agent is Nooney Murray, who I can't stand. Um, you hated him for a long time. I don't care. Even when he caught the touchdown pass versus Michigan as a sophomore, I I still didn't like him. He's not a good teammate. He's not a good dude. I can't stand that. Force had way too much of that. They have had way too much of that, and hopefully they're starting to get rid of it. Um, but we have a locker room full of guys that aren't good dudes and are self-centered and don't give a damn about anything but themselves. Don't have a good locker room. It's toxic. So I don't use the word cancer, but toxic. Very, very toxic. So for him, his sake, I guess I hope he does get drafted, but can't see it happening. Gotcha. Can't see it happening at all. But, I mean, that's pretty it. For, that's pretty much it for Florida State, which does talk to 5-7. Uh, and seven. I mean, that's... Can't not, argue that. Can't argue that. You're sure. right. You need players. Not about not about the X's and O's. It's about the damn Jimmy's and Joe's. I you're going there. Yep. But, we, do, uh, we do have a uh, local kid that has the potential to get drafted, uh, Zedrick Woods out of Ole Miss. Yeah, big big red. Big red, yeah. Um, obviously had a great combine. Um, I, I, I haven't seen where his stock has risen a whole, whole lot. I still so think kind he's, of surprising. Yeah. I, I love the combine. That is surprising. <clears throat> yeah, I think he's, he's probably a fourth, fifth round type guy. Um Hopefully for his sake and and for you know Lake City's sake, he goes higher and has a great career and all that. But I mean, listen, you can you can be undrafted and have a great career. Philip Lindsay was a Pro Bowler this last year as an undrafted free agent. So, I mean, you don't have to you don't have to be a a first round draft pick to be a to have a, a great NFL career or year or whatever you have to do. But right, and that's the thing about Red is I mean, first of all, just real quick on his measurables, four two nine forty. That's fast. <laughs> that's unreal. Uh, vertical is 34 and a half. Um, it's just ridiculous. He, he's always been that fast. He's always been that strong. He's always been. The one thing I will say I can speak to about him is it does not matter what he's asked to do, what position he's asked to play. Um, he's going to do it. I mean, I remember whenever we were at, again, UCF camp, and we had just, it's all day thing. It's three days. And we had just had our third and final scrimmage. It was dark outside. UCF, oh, he had an old Miss offer, and UCF hadn't offered yet. And they're like, well, we want to see him work out. And we're like, no, he just played like nine or ten games. Right. Y'all, you now want to do extra, work him more to, to see if he's worthy of a scholarship after you just watched nine to ten games where he dominated everyone in front of him? Right. And he's already got an Ole Miss offer? And they said, yeah. So, well, we told him, don't do it, man. Hell with him. We, I mean, we know we're not going to UCF. We're going to Ole Miss if, if it's the two. And he did it anyways. And he got the offer. And uh, but it's just a testament to him. So it, regardless of what he's asked to do or what the what the company or the the uh, team that drafts him asks him to do, organization. I mean, he's going to do what the hell it needs to be done. So as soon as, as long as he gets a chance, he's going to hang around the NFL. He'll be he'll be in the league. So I'm excited for for that. Whoever gets him is going to be getting a good player, um, an underrated and undervalued player. He he's got high upside. I know he didn't have the greatest of film at Ole Miss. I mean, you can't really can't really lie there. But I don't know that that's all his fault. Coaching has a lot to do with that. Your job is to put players in good positions to succeed, and I'm not sure that was always the case with him. Right. So, I mean, there are some situations where he he was made to look silly that I'm not so sure that was his fault. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. I'm happy happy to sell for the kid, Joey. I know you want to talk about um, somebody, Montez Sweat. Yes. Just <clears throat> he's I'm a, sure a lot um, of our listeners aren't super familiar with him, so enlighten us. Yeah, he's defensive end edge rusher from Mississippi State, 6'6", 260. Ran a 4-4-1, I think, at the combine. <laughs> what? Um, 4-4-1 at 260? Yeah. It, oh my God. The kid's, a, I mean, he's an athletic specimen freak. Like, I mean, and he's got film, too. So, I mean, it's not like he's just an athlete trying to trying to make his way. He's got film, too. Right. Um, but he, so, at the combine... During the, uh, the the physical exam portion, he had some sort of heart condition, and I can't tell you what that heart condition was. I have no clue. I did read that a lot, of, not a lot, but there's nobody in the NFL that has this little condition right now. Um, not little, sorry, this condition right now. 
there are some um, professional soccer players that do, and apparently it has not hindered them at all okay. in any way. Right. Um, and the doctors at the combine said there's no reason for a checkup. You're you're good to go. Okay. So to me that says he's good to go. Yeah, should be no reservations there. Yeah. However, I've seen him drop a little bit. He's actually kind of climbed back up now, um, but I saw him drop a little bit. And and as a GM, I mean, I I just don't know how I feel about taking a kid that pretend, like he's a freak athlete, but potentially could could die on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean that raises, like you said, you don't necessarily want to knock his draft stock, but that definitely raises questions. Like you got to be certain about your opinion, your medical opinion that you're receiving from your doctor, team doctor. Right. Be like, hey, look, are we good here? Like, are we? You sure? Yeah. It's that. It's just that I hate it for the kid because, I mean, that's a, a situation that I don't ever want to have to be in, or or anybody that anybody really ever wants to be in that position. But I just thought it was interesting that I know I, I read that several teams have knocked him off the the draft board completely and said we're not going to draft the guy. So we're not, not even going to touch him. Not going to touch him. Doesn't matter when, where, how, why. Somebody he's, will. He's off our list. Yeah, I think somebody will too. I think he'll go pretty, pretty, you know, not pretty high, but I guess middle first round. He's, yeah. One of the ones I saw had him, um, where'd they have him at? I believe it was, it definitely was in the first round. It was early, too. Yeah. I think it was before Burns. I know I saw, <coughs> I'm sorry, <coughs> I saw him at um, eight to the Lions. So, I mean, that's obviously not hurting his draft stock a whole lot. I don't think so. All right. Well, we did get a question from a couple of, or a couple of questions, I guess. Um, how do you feel about DK Metcalf? Bust or nah? Um, bust means that he had high expectations, right? High expectations didn't live up to him. So then no, because I don't think his expectations are that high. He's a first rounder. I mean, he's a first rounder. There's been plenty. Of, first, When I think of bust, I think of Jamarcus Russell. I think of guys of that, Johnny Manziel. I think of guys like that as bust. Right. I don't think he's going to be a bust because I do think he'll come in. I think he'll make a roster, and I think he'll play. I think he'll play in the NFL. I think he'll be serviceable, but I don't think he's going to be. If people are saying he's going to be elite because he's so damn big and jacked and runs fast, well, then you don't understand football. Right. So then I don't take any stock into what you think because you couldn't be more incorrect with your assessment of what it takes to be a football player. Right. People that have played football or know football, been around it a long time, they do understand that, yeah, okay, it is nice to be big. It's nice to be fast. But if you can't run a route or you can't catch a ball, then then you can't play wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. And he... so, so to answer the question, no, I don't think he'll be a bust because my expectations for the young man aren't as high, I guess, as some because... I don't see it. It, it. The production wasn't there in, in, in college, not not to that level. So what are they basing it off of? Is is 40 in his size? Basically, yeah. Okay, well, then you don't have a brain. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, come on. Dude. Like, seriously. Like, seriously. Like, seriously. I'm with you. I think I think he's a bust because he's going to go in the first round, and he's not a first-round talent to me. Like, I don't think. Well, to I me, don't think that clarifies. I don't think that. I don't think that's a bust. But to me, like if you draft a receiver in the first round, you expect him eventually to be your number one wideout, right? Isn't that isn't that the thought process? I mean, you shouldn't would, it be? You would think, but it's the guy that doesn't pan out to be a number one wide receiver a bust. If that's the case, then there's a billion busts out there. Well, there's lots of busts everywhere. I don't, I don't, I just don't view I that don't, as a bust. I don't know that he'll be in the league in four or five years. So, do you think that's a bust? If you, I guess if you take a first round, yeah, he's not in the league in four or five years, then that's yeah, a bust. Kind of a bust. I per, that, that's no, just me I guess it's how I you register bust. When I think of bust, I think you're a failure. You're a total failure. If you're in the league for four or five years, then you've made your money. Yeah, I mean, and you've got, and now you're gonna get, now you're gonna get retirement and things like that. So like, yeah, NFL stands for not for long. So a lot of guys aren't in the league for four or five years. I mean, they're not, you're all not wrong there. Just in general, I think this receiver class is really not very good at no. all. I've seen a lot of um, a lot of. Again, I play a lot of fantasy football and do a lot of the Dynasty League stuff, mm-hmm. so I follow a lot of those guys on Twitter, and a lot of them are very excited about this this wide receiver class and how deep it is and how many prospects and how many blocks. I just don't – one, I don't see a single number one wideout in this draft. Not no. one. I don't see one at all, period. Um, I, and I don't see many guys that, that are true compliments that can stick in the league for 
six, seven, eight years. They're just I just don't see that many of them at wide receiver in this draft. No, I'm with you. So, but to your question, you say bust, I say no, I, I, and I say but I don't say I say no because I don't. I, my expectations, you, your expectations him, aren't high. Yeah, aren't, aren't where everyone else is, I guess. So. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say bust. NFL's, but I, NFL's not for long, bro. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people in this in this league do not stay for long. So no, I'm sticking with it. Bust. <laughs> right with it. I'm down with yeah. it. Uh, and then, so Joey, this, I'm going to leave this one strictly up to you. Biggest second day sleeper. Um, that's kind of hard for me to answer to just give you one. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with my biggest second day sleeper being Jalen Ferguson, edge rusher from Louisiana Tech. Didn't test at the combine. Um, he's he's kind of a freak show. I, I think that he's going to end up being being one of the better players in the uh, in this whole class. Um, I am. I don't care what you say. I'm going to talk about other guys that are really good. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey right, Simmons. I'll just be over here. <laughs> Anyways, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, defensive tackle from Mississippi State, probably a top 15 talent. Punched a woman three years ago, coming off ACL <laughs> surgery. May not make it as a day one pick. So, not team gets him in the second round. They're getting a great player with a troubled past. That's not, what I'm saying. Not rooting for him. Not but, really but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah not yeah. rooting for him. Just <laughs> saying that he's a very good football player with a troubled past. You're referring to him in fantasy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, if he's there in the fantasy football world, <laughs> right. you know, late. Dexter Lawrence from Clemson, of course. Woo! Big uh, time. He's second day? <clears throat> he's late first, early second, yeah. yeah. Um, Kelvin Harmon, he's a receiver from NC State. I think he might go down as the best receiver in this class. Him or Nikhil Harry, I haven't really quite decided yet. So, Paris Campbell, another receiver that I think has a chance to be good in the right situation. Right now, I've seen projections for him in like the late second, early third to uh, Jacksonville, I think was one team. I think that's a piss-poor fit. If he goes there, he's got no chance to succeed. Uh, But that's just me. Ja'Kai Polite, I think, is good value. We talked about him. I think he's good value. Um, the only running back that I really like at all in this draft is um, Miles Sanders, and I don't love him. I just like him. Where's he from? He's from Penn State. He's, I mean, he was a former number one. Was he the one that played a little bit behind? Um... Behind Saquon, yeah. And then he got his turn this year, and he had a pretty good year. Yeah, he looked okay. Yeah, he, no, he, he's he got good film, but he's also got really bad film against uh, really good teams. Yeah, like, anybody decent that he played, he struggled. I think the top the top three defenses he played – um, he, he he averaged like 2.8 yards per carry against. I think I read that somewhere. So oh, wow. I think he's got a chance to be decent. He catches the ball really well out of the backfield, so that's a plus for him. Got to be able to do that in today's right. NFL. Um, and my favorite player probably in the in the third day is a kid named Cahill Waring. He's a tight end from San Diego State. Goes to the right situation. He's a starter day one, guaranteed. Book it. Book it. Book it. You heard it here first. All right, guys, so we're, we're going to do this little mock draft thing. Um, we're going to draft it live, like as if it was a real draft. Um, we're only going to do the first four rounds, because let's be honest here, the real nerds will like five, six, and seven, so they're going to do your own. But we're going to do we're gonna do one through four for you here live. Like, for example, Jaguars are up first right now. Kyler Murray just went. DK Metcalf went number two overall to San Francisco. Yeah, reset that. Yeah, that's shit. ridiculous. That's not okay. Oh. Yeah, reset it. So this, I'll, I'll talk about the the, the whatever this thing. Yeah, what the website. The so the website is thedraftnetwork.com. It's actually a pretty cool website if you're into draft stuff. I personally am, so I play with it a little bit. Um, but it, it does like you can do several things on it. But obviously, right now we're doing a mock draft with uh, with the Jaguars because we had a few a uh, few listeners that wanted that. So here we are. All right, let's try it again. I'm excited. About that. That's a little bit. Oh my goodness! All right, so Kyle Murray went one again for the third time now. Nick Bosa um, two, Josh Allen three, Brian Burns four to the uh, Raiders, Rashawn Gary five to the Bucks, Juwan Taylor. Went six again. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of weird. kind of so, funky. But we, we're just going to go with it, man. Yeah, let's do it. So, the Jags need an edge rusher and an offensive tackle and then quarterback as well as a tight end. Um, so, right now, the available players, best available is Quinton Williams, uh, inside interior defensive lineman, um, Devin White, and Ed Oliver. So, and what are you thinking right here? I don't care about what the Jaguars are going to do. What will we do? Uh, I'm taking I'm taking BPA. I'm taking best player available. I'm going Quinn and Williams, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the only other player that I would consider, I mean, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. Yeah, same. 
But I said, let's go ahead and go Quentin Williams. He's the best player available. Yeah. I like Devin White, too. They're all freaking exceptional. I love Devin They White. won't be there at seven. No. But just for the, just for the draft's sake. So then now, like, the rest of it's kind of scrolling through here. Um, DK Metcalf just went 19. Let's see here. Yeah, this also doesn't do, like, trades and stuff like that, which I think there will be a handful in the first round. Of course, but we can't predict that. No, 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 we can't predict that. I'm going to mm-hmm. in a few minutes, but we can't. All right, so second, <laughs> second round, um, we, A.J. Brown went. Um, it's the only guys that are pretty much. So, yeah, we're, we'll, we still need uh, edge rusher, tight end. We still need. Yeah, offensive lineman as well, yeah. offensive tackle. Yeah. And they still say quarterback as well. So right now. You got Dwayne Haskins available at quarterback. Um, wow. Yeah. Dalton Risner from Kansas State, offensive tackle. And then the next edge rusher available is too far down to, to pay any mind to. So if you're addressing team needs, you got Haskins. Um, Daniel Jones from Duke is also available. But, I mean. So we're the GMs. Yeah, we're the GMs. What do you think? I don't take um, I don't take Haskins because no. we just signed a, a quarterback to a four year deal. Right in Foles. In Foles, so I, I go with the tackle from uh, Kansas State. K State. Yeah, I think so. Dalton Risner. Yep. All right, so we so just went and selected him. We're going to pay him the minimum, you guys. All right, so draft log. <coughs> waiting our waiting our turn now. Debo Samuel just went to the Cowboys. That's a good fit for the Cowboys. Yeah, it's late, too. They got him late. Yeah. All right, so um, we've now scratched off offensive tackle. We still need an edge rusher um, as well as a tight end or an interior offensive lineman. So best player available right now is Mac Wilson. Oh, my God, I love Mac Wilson. From Alabama, the backer, but we don't really need one. Um, a need, Jay Sternberger from A&M, the tight end, is is still there. Um, he's a pretty good player. And then a couple edge rushers you got. Jalen Ferguson from Louisiana Tech. And you also have Christian Miller from Bama, as well as your boy, Ja'Kai Polite, is still sitting there at pick 69 in round three. Yeah, so I don't like Sternberger there. Let's go edge rusher for sure. I definitely agree with edge rusher because I think, and we I talked about him earlier, we got two that I really like right there in uh, Ferguson and Polite, and I think we take Ferguson because he has a chance to be one I of the better players in this draft. I I think so too. So I, I think we get Ferguson here. Yeah, I think that's a really good pick for the for the Jags. They should probably hire us. Yeah, there's zero chance he's there that late. I don't think. Of course but, not. Some of this is kind of kind of silly. I agree. I'm excited to hear about some of your um, uh, predictions with the trades. You'll hear him in just a minute. Give me a minute. I laughed my ass off. The All right, so we got one more. We have one more. Um, one more pick here because we're going to do four rounds. Um, Jaguars actually have another. So sorry, we have two more picks. We're still they have a, they have another pick in the third round, pick ninety eight. Uh, so we've addressed the needs of offensive tackle and then edge rusher, and then we went ahead and took an interior defensive lineman as well, just because he was a he's too good to pass. Um, so right now, quarterback, you have Tyree Jackson from Buffalo. Nah, I'm gonna pass. I mean, he's he. If I'm gonna take one, it's gonna be somebody like that because he's kind of a project. I just don't think that he's a project worth. Yeah, I'm with you. So then the other available player as far as what we need um, is Dawson Knox from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a tight end. Uh, he's, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's already drafted. I take that back. Okay. I take that back. Let me run that back. Yeah, so Kalai Waring. That's my guy. About. That's he's, who we're taking right here, baby. Right. So he's a tight end still available here. Um, he's the 97th best player available according to them, but I think we I think we go ahead and draft. Yep, we pull the trigger. We, we draft Buddy right now. Um, so we we already got him. We're into the fourth round. We have one more pick here. It's coming up on us in a hurry. Pick 109. Um, without again without trades. So we need still quarterback, interior offensive line, and then wide receiver, running back in that order. So it's still, it's still saying, I'm gonna, we're going to remove quarterback, right? Are you comfortable yeah, with that? Yeah, we're, we're, we're I was not. actually asked you guys about that. No. Yeah, I disagree. That's the reason they haven't drafted one yet. Because I don't agree with the need there. Right. So that, there's not a need. So interior offensive line. There's probably a need. It's just not right now when there's other needs. Like, Especially we not can go, it's, we it's can go six, seven. Yeah, yeah, we can go 6-7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. for a quarterback. Right, and we, and we potentially would get that. So yeah. interior offensive lineman or wide receiver is the, the move here. I think possibly back if, if uh, Miles Sanders is there. 
Um, how about uh, Damian Harris from Bama? Um, I think he's a little too much like Leonard Fournette. I don't want two Leonard Fournettes on my roster. Yeah, I mean, so the other you have Travion Williams from A and M. I really like him. I, I don't hate him. Uh, and then you have Rodney Anderson from Oklahoma. Also, don't hate him. A lot like Fournette though, Bruiser. Yeah, but he can he can. I mean, Fournette can catch the ball of the backfield too. So that's that's not much different there. What wide receivers are available right here? Uh, wide receivers we have Dylan Mitchell from Oregon. Kick rocks. Miles Boykin from Notre Dame. No, thank you. I watched him destroy Florida State, so that's yeah, that. Darius Slayton from Auburn. Yeah, um, we're in that group. Yeah, I don't want any yeah, of those guys. Yeah, I mean, so best player available, and you have Will Greer is still sitting there at quarterback. I know we don't agree with that. Justice Hill is there at uh, running back. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not. Sure this is where this is where it gets challenging right here. I I wouldn't be opposed to taking Will Greer at this point. Yeah, I was actually thinking. I mean, I think Will Greer is an okay move. Let's go. I'll pull the trigger. Yep. Cool. So that's going to conclude our um, our draft for the Jags. We've got the Broncos and Cowboys up next. So. Yeah, you get Will Greer in the fourth round. That's not bad. So yeah, moving well. on. Let's talk a little Cowboys. John Sherman asked about them. Joey, what you got? So the Cowboys, since we're doing one through four, the Cowboys don't have a first-round pick. So I think their first pick is 58. 58? Yeah. yeah, 58. Of course, again, this is with no trades. Um just a quick rundown. Their team needs safety, interior defensive lineman, tight end, wide receiver, edge rusher. Um, just a few guys that have just gone recently. Paris Campbell at wide receiver. Um, Jalen Ferguson went at receiver. I mean, at the edge rusher. Um, Dexter Lawrence just went, unfortunately for us, on the interior defensive line. That's been awesome to get his ass. At. I mean, he went to the Patriots at 56. I'll be 100% honest. If I'm the GM of the Cowboys, I make sure I trade up about 17 picks to go to get no, him. But yeah, no doubt. There's no way Dexter Lawrence goes to 56. No, sir. Especially if I need an interior defensive lineman. No. That guy's a freak. So, right now, available players, Debo Samuel, um, Emmanuel Hall, Darnell Savage from Maryland at safety, position of need. Um, you can stop there. That's where I'm going. Savage, right? I like Savage. Uh, yeah, period. I liked him. I liked him well before there was a need. So, right? Yeah. Yeah. Savage is drafted. We yep. just went ahead and picked him up, folks. So now we're waiting on our turn again. What we need, as far as uh, what the team needs, is what we said: interior defensive lineman. Um, I believe a wide receiver as well. So yeah. we'll just check and see what's available. Um, so we need interior defensive lineman, tight end. <laughs> Witten just came back, but uh, tight end, wide receiver, edge rusher. So, what do you want to what do you want to address here, Joey? Um, kind of the same, I guess, the same thing as earlier. Like, I'm a huge Warring fan. I I I really think the kid's gonna be good. I do have another two tight ends that I like later if he's not available or whatever. And I don't hate the Sternberger kid from Texas A&M either. So if we went tight end, like we have options there. Right. Um, so right now, like for example, you have Dawson Knox is the best available player, the tight end from Mississippi. Warring is also available still. That Again, right like five or seven, five to seven picks below him. Um, I feel like if we want to address a need, that's probably the one. I don't want to get, I don't want to get uh, redundant, but Rennell Wren, from Arizona State, interior defensive lineman is available. And then Kalen Saunders from Western Illinois, interior defensive lineman is also available. Um, I mean, if it, my vote is for the Warring Cat because I like his game. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about the kid. I think he's a, a stud in the making. And then, I, you know, you get Jason Witten there to kind of show him the ropes for a year. And then Witten right. retires into the sunset, sunset again. And then you got a, a stud for the future. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yep. But so I mean, we, so we drafted him, correct? Yeah, we went in. We went in and got Warring. So right now, um, players that we have gone ahead and picked is uh, Darnell Savage from Maryland, and then uh, I can't pronounce that cat's first name. Kahali, <laughs> how do you say that? Kahali or Kahel? I haven't decided which yet. I like Kahel better. Kahel Warring from San Diego State, tied in. Um, so we're back up on the clock now. Um, right now, we need. We still need an interior defensive lineman. A wide receiver or an edge rusher, um, and the best available player. <clears throat> you got David Montgomery, running back. We don't need Justice Hill, running back. Don't need. We actually um, probably probably could take a running back. Well, they said running back is technically a need, kind of down the list, but Montgomery. He, that's the kid from Iowa State, correct? Correct. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna probably go ahead and. Uh, if there's nobody else that you really like there, I think pulling the trigger on him is not a terrible idea because we don't have a backup right now. 
Rod Smith's going in free agency. He may could come back because he hasn't signed anywhere. But the only other player that on this list that I like is the Dalen Mack kid from Texas A&M, interior defensive lineman, hometown kid. He's in Texas uh, Cowboys, so it's a need. But I mean, I'm not opposed to taking the best player available and David Montgomery as well. Like you could probably, you could probably get Mack in the next round, and then you could definitely get him in the next round. So I mean, I, I feel like you. Yeah, let's check. Point. Let's find out. Let's let's take Montgomery. All right, we'll take Montgomery and see if Max available next. Yeah. All right, we just drafted I'm him. I'm really excited to see this part to see if like any of this happens. Come true. Like, I mean, well, we have. A, oh, I didn't even realize this. The Cowboys have another pick in the fourth round at 136, and Mac is still available. Let's do so, it. Book it. So, so now we, we got get, the best of both worlds. Yeah, absolutely. There's so really no reason that we're sitting here doing this. We should Why have they not hired us? This is ridiculous. These jackasses. All right, These jackasses need to hire us. So that include that concludes those four rounds for them. Um, just to kind of quick recap, I don't believe we did that on the last one. We probably should have. Yeah, probably. Um, but that's okay. We can do it now. So we addressed all of our needs here um, with the Cowboys in the first four rounds. Again, so with this being said, we did not have a first-round pick. So um, we needed a safety. We addressed that with uh, Darnell Savage from Maryland. Really good player. Needed a tight end. I got that from Cahill Waring from San Diego State. Um, we kind of rolled the dice a little bit with David Montgomery. Uh, from Iowa State, got him and addressed that need. And we also had an additional pick in that fourth round, um, and we needed interior defensive lineman. We got Dalen Mack from Texas A&M. So, A-plus for the Cowboys draft there. A-plus. Moving on again, Clayton Steiner wanted to know about Denver. So, go ahead, guys, let him know. All right, so on this one, so far you got Kyle Murray went one. Quinton Williams, two. Devin White, three. DK Metcalf, four. So if, stupid. Chan, if he goes four at that point, he is most certainly a bust. Um, <laughs> Josh Jacobs, Bama, running back, went five. What? Yeah, Devin Bush went six to the, oh <laughs> the Giants. Uh, Garrett Bradbury, interior offensive yeah. line from NC State, went seven. Marquise Brown from Oklahoma went uh, eight. And then a tight end, TJ Hawkinson from Iowa, went nine. Yeah. Um, the Broncos' needs are quarterback, linebacker. We're definitely taking quarterback. Yeah. And, and we're taking Drew, Drew Lott. Yeah, interior defensive game. line available wow. as well. So we're, we're taking Drew Lott. I just – Oh, this bro, no. I have a hard time leaving Nick Bosa out there right now. Oh, God. Yeah, we're not leaving him. Sorry, bud. Uh, I know that's not a need at all. So what happens with the No, it is a need. Green. It's a need. No, it's one, a need. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Tenth need it is number one. So Nick Bosa is gone. That's, no reason. It won't be there. But, no, that's dumb. But he's gone. So we just. So while that's calculating, I'll do the one yeah. that I did last night <laughs> for just, the Broncos because it's way more realistic. <laughs> I took Drew Locke at 10. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons that we talked about earlier in yeah. the second round. Uh, Jalen Ferguson in the third round. Uh, David Long, linebacker in the fourth, and Mark Fields, the cornerback in the fourth. And then it took a safety, Kyrie Willis from Michigan State in the fifth, who I really like, by the way. Caleb Wilson, uh, tight end from UCLA. Okay. Keep an eye on him. Gotcha. So <clears throat> we have now, we still need quarterback, linebacker, interior defensive lineman. We've already scratched off our edge rusher. Um, Daniel Jones from Duke is still available at quarterback. Um, your boy Montez Sweat is still available as well. We're picking 41 right now in the second round. Uh, he won't be there, man. Let's see. I mean, so you want to go quarterback or linebacker or interior defense lineman? I want to go Montez Sweat and have the most formidable, formidable <laughs> pass rush of all time on my roster. <laughs> Cleveland Farrell is still there. Chase Winovich is still there. Pretty Farrell, good. the kid from Clemson, right? Yeah. He's a good player. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The best quarterback is uh, obviously Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones from Duke, and I think he is a good quarterback. I don't disagree with that. I don't know that I want a quarterback right now, though. No, we've waited this long. We, yeah, I'm gonna wait. No, we we can wait. Um, uh, linebacker. What linebackers are available? Click on the position up there, and you can you can actually see which. Gotcha. Yeah, right there. Yeah, so not quite, not a lot there. I mean, your boy Voshan Joseph at 101 overall is available. Nothing. Not not doing that yet. Um, interior defensive lineman? Let's see. I don't think there was very much there. I think you may have to take the Montez Sweat kid and just him 
Yeah, I think roll I, with I mean, it, right? When you when you I get mean, a player of that caliber at this time, you have to take you have him, Draymond so. Draymond Jones from Ohio State is there, um, but no, I don't. I, I think you. I think you must. Yeah, I you, think we take Sweat and and, and go whatever. With it, right? Yeah, whatever happens happens after that. You I have mean. Jonah Williams there too. I really don't need an offensive lineman, but that's a good player from Alabama. Right. Let's go Sweat. Yeah. Defensive guy, you know I'm with it. Yeah. Load it up. Well, right now we have uh, Sweat, Bosa, and uh, Von Miller. And Von Miller, who's one of the Good best defensive linemen in the they, game, what, so. they got a couple other ones, too. Uh, Demarcus Walker. <laughs> What's the kid from uh, Missouri? Shane Ray? Shane Ray is still there. He ain't Demarcus a bad player. Walker, though. Yeah. All right, so round three. We're picking 71 here. Um. Yeah, so we've already addressed the defense, <laughs> the edge rushers. So don't worry about that. Quarterback, linebacker, D lineman. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't know, maybe, probably not. Probably a little bit, probably just a bit too late. No, Will Greer is still out there. I don't hate that pick right there. I don't either. I actually like. I like it. Yeah. I contributed shit. Take him. Take him. Yeah. Take him. Take All it. Right. All right, Brad, we got you. Brad's first contribution of the night. Right? <laughs> About damn time. I shit, man. I've been things. waiting, man. Hey, someone has to push record. <laughs> Touche. Tough job. Somebody's got to do it, huh? Yeah, so now we're rolling into, I believe it'll be the fourth round now. <clears throat> I don't think they have any pick at the end of the round. They do not. Let's see. So we still need to make sure we, I don't know, need to. No quarterback. We are draw linebacker or interior defensive lineman now, so we'll see. All right. So best available backer is going to be um, let's see, Tavion Coney. Never heard of him from Notre Dame. We watched him live, didn't we, Brett? We did. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had a great time there. Yeah, it was fun, but yeah, that, was a, that was a damn doozy. I mean, the game was a kind of a, that was Nashville. Kind of a shit show. Uh, Kingsley Kiki, uh, Terry Beckner from Missouri. Interior defensive lineman. I, I can't say I know a whole lot about him. If we're being honest, I I like him because he was supposed to go to Florida State, but he stayed home. He's from Missouri. Um, he's a pretty good player. Isaiah Bugs from Alabama. Uh, still there. Demarcus Christmas is there. Um, way, way too Christmas. early. Huh? Demarcus Christmas. I'm running away. You could get him in the seventh round. Oh, Homer. Byron Cowart is still there from Maryland. Um, I mean, Isaiah Bugs or Beckner. For me, it's Beckner. Um, Kingsley Kiki from Texas A&M is still available. He's a pretty good player. Yeah. But I like Beckner. He's big as hell. Is David Long, the linebacker from West Virginia, available? Um, let me just he was check. last night. I don't know if he is tonight. but Let me just check. Me I think just around the time that he's been going. I, I like that kid. I don't believe so. Let's see. I can probably search his name. Yeah, if, he, if he didn't come up right then, he's, no, he's probably not available. No, he's gone. I think we have to go with Beckner for me. Yeah, I'm good with if that. I'm, uh, if I'm voting. so Beckner it is, baby. Beckner. Beckner. All right, so we'll just finish out the round. And that because we don't have anything else, and then we'll just quit a quick rundown on what we got there. Let's do it. Alrighty. So, uh, not a bad draft. We didn't really address too many needs, but we got good on de- we got damn a hell of a lot better yes, on defense. Players. We got good on defense. It's when those players fall into your lap, you almost have to take them. I mean, you can't. Say, I mean, I'm on offense wins games, but what? Uh, defense wins <laughs> championships, baby. No, so we got Nick Bosa um, at ten <laughs> from Ohio State. Montez Sweat at uh, 41 from Mississippi <laughs> State. Will Greer, uh, we dressed the quarterback uh, from West Virginia. Nice job, Brad. And then Terry Beckner, the interior defensive lineman from Missouri um, for the first four rounds. So that's your uh, four round there for the Broncos. Not bad. You're welcome, Clayton. Okay, Joey, draft aside, you had me cracking up today at work in my office just <laughs> laughing when you were – Basically, not cussing ESPN, but the next best thing is being mad because they were predicting some of your. Yeah, I had some. I had some hot takes ready for tonight. Hot takes, apparently, and I want to hear them. Yeah, I had some hot takes ready for tonight. You already called them before ESPN did, so no worries. Yeah, I mean, it's documented in my text, but ESPN started reporting earlier today about the Redskins wanting to take uh, um, Haskins, the kid from Ohio State, at quarterback. So I think the first trade that happens um, tomorrow night or tonight, I guess, when, we, when when you guys listen to this, 
will be uh, the Redskins moving up to five to mm. where the Buccaneers are, and they take Dwayne Haskins with Bucket. that pick. You heard it first. <clears throat> heard it first. Um, I think that the Jaguars may trade back. I think that's a possibility. I think if they do, it'll be the Falcons, and I think it's only if Ed Oliver is there. Um, only because I don't think that they want the Lions. The Lions will ask for a premium for that. Right. Because um, I think they have uh, that option as well, or that, that opinion as well. Um, some teams that may look to trade back, I think, are the Lions, Bills, Dolphins, Seahawks. Those guys will be looking to trade back. Um, the Texans could bring could, – could, uh, I think they have a chance to – Kind of maybe move up a little bit. They have second round picks to play with, right? And uh, I I think that they need some some offensive line help. I just don't know that they really want to make that move up to the top half of the first round to get any of those offensive linemen because I don't think they're very. Um, I I just don't think they're great offensive linemen. Like Jawan yeah. Taylor is potentially a great offensive lineman, but he's not really shown that. And a surefire. He's not. You start making moves like that, you got to be you pretty better, sure. Exactly. You better be ready. Um. So yeah, I mean I, that's that's a couple that I think will happen. I don't know for sure if any of it happens. I do feel pretty confidently about uh, about Washington moving up to five to to where Tampa Bay is. So I, I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. Breaking it here. That's gonna be it for the night, guys. This has been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez with Woo! our front porch sitting. So remember, guys, we are on iTunes now, SoundCloud, and Spotify. So please like, retweet. And so some love, five stars. Well, there's a will, there's a way, kind of beautiful. And every night has a state so magical. And if there's love in this life, there's no obstacle that can't be defeated. For every time, to tear fall. Music credit, Avicii.